Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Let's go to the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Glenn Day standing by. And I'm sure, Glenn, you're getting ready for football season like the rest of us, but you're also a little busy with your profession of golf. Good to have you on. How are you? Well, I'm doing great. Thank you. And, yes, sir, I am ready for football. (laughs) So we were just talking about the Open Championship and kind of the unique nature of the way the game is played over there. Obviously, you know, sometimes weather conditions can be a factor. And you got another little curveball thrown your direction from what I read that your clubs did not arrive when you made it overseas. Is that correct? That is correct. Uh, and it, uh, it is a literal nightmare trying to travel right now, especially, uh, overseas and trying to take uh, a set of golf clubs. It, it, uh, it just doesn't happen very easy. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. When I travel, Glenn, I carry my radio equipment with me and they occasionally will try to take it from me and stick it under the plane. I said, no, you can't have it. I, I got to hold on to this. It's electronic equipment. It's very sensitive. I can't have it. Have you ever said, you know what, I really got to carry these on? I'm sorry. I know they're big and bulky. I got to carry them on, guys. Come on. <laughs> Believe me, we've thought about everything. I thought about shipping them over and shipping them back, and, and, and it just it, – it, hey, it is what it is. It's, uh, you know, part of the, the, the joys of life and travel. You know, you, you, you never know what to expect. How many times has this happened to you before, that your clubs did not arrive on a, at a tournament? You know what? I played two years in Asia. I played three years in Europe. I played probably, I don't know how many years in the States. Never lost a bag, never anything. Wow. Three or four years ago, I went over to St. Andrews to play in the Senior British, and they lost my club. That was the first time. And now, every time I travel international, they lose my club. I think I'm about done with that. Okay. I've, I've been there. I've done that. I've seen it. I don't want to do that again. Uh, but two out of the last three years, they've lost my club. So give me the, give so, me the, are you staying in the airport? And you're like, damn, they just never came off the conveyor. Like wh- how do you, how does that process work? Well, I put an air tag in my bag now. Okay. So when I actually flew through Dublin, I had a flight canceled. They rescheduled me going through Dublin. I go through Dublin, got plenty of time, no problem. Get on a plane, get to Edinburgh get off the plane, uh, I'm standing there at baggage claim, my suitcase comes off, I look at my at my air tag, and it's still in Dublin. I know exactly where it is. I mean, I can look and tell. In over there right now, they have no staff whatsoever. So normally over here, if you don't get a bag, you go to American Airlines and you say, I've lost my bag, here's my baggage claim. They punch it in the computer oh, it's here, or we don't know where it is, whatever. You literally had to get off the plane, go to an area of the airport, which there were about 75 people, get a piece of paper that had just a printed uh, thing on it that you had to fill out, and then you put that into a cardboard box, and you left. (laughs) That was it. You didn't talk to anybody. Nobody said, we're sorry. I mean, that was it. Hmm. <laughs> it was, it was something out of a comic strip. So, what's the process for you? I, for those who weren't paying attention, Glenn was a co-leader after day one at the Senior Open, so it obviously worked out okay. But what's the process for you going to get clubs? It's not the same as us. Like we're going to run down to like whatever the British Edwin Watts is and, and grab another set. What's the process for a pro to go get clubs? Well, 
if you're on if you're playing in the regular British Open, they would have like Mark Calcavecchia went over, did not get his club. He plays Ping. Ping had a trailer there. They built him a new set of clubs. Uh, obviously, you don't have your driver and your shaft, uh, but they built him a set of clubs the best they could. Um, at the senior British, they didn't have the trailers there, but I will admit uh, I play Strixon, and the um, Strixon rep for Europe is named Ian Steele. He went over and above, and it did take till Tuesday afternoon before I could go play a practice round, and I got there on Sunday morning, but he uh, actually drove four hours south down to their headquarters, built me a set of irons um, to my specs, uh, put together a driver, a three-wood, and drove it back up. And so I, I can't really argue. Strixon did. They went over and above. He did great. So, When did you finally get your clubs back? Well... Um, that's a long story, um, <laughs> that, uh, I, I, I really can't go through in public, but, uh, I had some people working very diligently. Let's just say Erlinga still does not know where my club. Oh, jeez. So you play the, you play the first round. Like, how did you feel with these clubs? I mean, I don't mean to like get into the weeds with this too much because oh, you- for some of our listeners, they, they may be like, they can't really differentiate, but I mean. I am very tied to my clubs, and I'm not a professional, obviously. And I don't know how much different people will say, oh, you know, Jack Nicholas would go out and shoot, you know, even par with uh, anybody's clubs, which is true, I'm sure. But how much of a difference for you does it make with from a field standpoint and everything else? Obviously, you played very well in your first round. Well, it, it makes a big difference. Like I said, Trickson did a great job in building me a set of clubs that were as close to what I had as they could possibly do. So then I went out on the range, and you start hitting balls. Well, I may hit a, a cut shot. I may hit it a little left to right. And all of a sudden, these clubs are going a little right to left. So when I went on the golf course, instead of playing a left to right shot, I just played a right to left shot. Uh, you know, they were the, the, the clubs were different. You just had to change your whole mindset. I played great the first day because <laughs> – the one thing is your putter. You're always tied to your putter. That's the most important thing. Well, I hadn't been putting good anyway, and I got a, a, a putter that didn't look good, I didn't like. It was just felt horrible. And I, I this, the game of golf is the dumbest thing possible. I picked the dumbest job I could possibly pick. It's a stupid <laughs> game. I actually made every putt I looked at the first day. I mean – it, it was like somebody had a remote control on my golf ball, found the hole. Um, so I played great. And I actually played solid the rest of the time. Some weather came in one time, and I, I had two bad holes. But, uh, yeah, it, um, it's, a, it's a different experience when you go somewhere and you go, well, I've got nothing. Let's see what we can do. Sounds like you've uh, moved on. Uh, you know what? Luckily... I'm old enough that you just got to laugh at things. In my younger days, I'd have probably, you know, put a hole in the wall or, you know, thrown something or something. But you just got to laugh at it. You just got to laugh at it. Well, you you mentioned it already. I mean, it is a dumb game for sure. And to have it as a profession, you probably need your head examined, Glenn, and everybody else who does it for a living. But it's – 
I think it does work for us that when the expectations are lower, we play better. I wouldn't have thought, I guess, maybe at your level that that was the case, but it sounds like that's exactly what happened for you in this case. Well, you know, you just go out and you see off and you go, okay, the game of golf, if, you, if you're, you, you've heard Mr. Nicholas and you've heard Tiger Woods say, and in football, uh, you know, you've heard Barry Sanders say, I never looked at the defender that was in front of me. It was the two guys behind him that I was worried about because I already knew what I was going to do here. Hmm. You know, you know where you are in time and space, and people that Tiger Woods and Jack Nicholas were the two best, when you're great at things, you can slow time down, and it just becomes one shot at a time. I've got to hit this driver into that fairway somehow. And you just figure out how to do that. And then you go, oh, okay, I got that done. And then you go to the next shot. And you just continue to do it over and over and over. It's very boring to say, but that is the way that you play good golf. And when you don't have your clubs and you don't have things, you just stand up and go, okay, I just got to get it right there. And you may not do the same thing you were doing, swing-wise or whatever, but you just try to get it in that position. And that's kind of what happened. Talking to Glenn Day on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline, do you like playing over there generally? I mean, when your clubs are there and nothing else is distracting them, is that is that style of golf, that area, fun for you? Do you enjoy that? You, you know, it is, it is fun. And I have arguably the worst record of any professional golfer on Lynx golf courses there is. And I still love going over there. Um, it, it's just so different. It's, uh, you can hit a good shot and it goes in the, in, you know, in the heavy rough, or you can hit a bad shot and it doesn't, it, it's the, it's a round ball bouncing around on a very, very unlevel surface. Glenn, you may not know, but I wanted to ask you anyway, we had a caller wondering about Daly. He played in the regular open championship, but not the senior open championship. Was, was it injury or qualifications? Do you know why he wasn't there? No, it wasn't qualification, and I don't know that it was injury. You know, I, I, I don't know. I have not seen him, obviously, since then. Um, you know, he, he has a, a, a disability uh, where he gets a cart um, here in the United States under the AD whatever, uh, ADA or AD whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so over there he cannot get a cart. So normally he does not go over there and play. Now the course we did play this week was that week was very hilly, uh, Glen Eagles. Um, of course, St Andrews is pretty flat, um, and obviously St Andrews he won there. It's the home of golf. It is the the mecca per se of golf. So I would, you know, he would go over there just to play, just to play the tournament at that golf course. And I wouldn't blame him one bit for not have gone up to Glen Eagles. This week, you guys or the Champions Tours uh, headed to Canada. Are you going up? No, I'm going to pass on that one. Uh, it's international, I'm, I'm Wes. I don't, I don't know if you heard about Glenn's policy on international travel, <laughs> he's out on that. It, I, I tell you, it, it, there's just there is way too many restrictions. There's way too many political things going on you can't get clubs you can't get that you don't know the it's hard to do something when you don't know the rules of the game you know what i mean Mm -hmm. you just 
I'm 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 just out on international for a while. So your next tournament will be the Boeing Classic in Washington. Boeing Classic. We uh, we have a great little schedule. We go to Seattle, um, and then we go to New York, and then we go to Flint, Michigan, three weeks in a row. <laughs> Crisscrossing the so country. I'm not traveling. I'm not traveling international, but I'm gonna travel just the same amount of time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How do you like uh, the stretch? How do you feel like you're playing? What do you need to do? I'm, I, I'm, I'm playing. I'm starting to play better. Um, I have had all year long a physical issue. Um, finally, uh, I, I understand it now. Uh, I've got a, I've kind of got a bad hip, and I need to get something done. But I'm trying to play out through the year before I do something, and. Uh, but I've, I've I've got it now where it's manageable through stretching and 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 working out in a certain way. Uh, you know, I've got some mobility back in my hip, uh, which I haven't had most of the year. It's been uh, it's been a tough year. Um, it's very 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 hard to play golf if you are unhealthy at all. It sucks getting old. I don't know. I, don't, I mean, I've had a couple times with bad back. You can't even hardly swing the club. Just oh, terrible. I, you know, uh, the, um, uh, you know, it's just with with the hip. It, it, you know, it's a hip deal, and it's just it's on the right side. And you know, sometimes I don't get through the ball. Sometimes I do. Got to be honest. Roll the dice and see what's going to happen. I'm completely healthy, and I find golf to be terribly difficult. So, <laughs> I told you it was a stupid game. It really is. Talking to Glenn Day on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Uh, we haven't talked to you since the Live Tour became a thing. Any comments, thoughts about that situation? You know, you know it, it, it. the The Live Tour had been talked about. I remember being in a conversation 25 years ago when somebody came up with a concept of starting a new tour and paying players to go play on that tour. It's not something new. Everybody thinks this is just something new. It's come up before. Uh, the top players um, being like, in, in my era, Phil Mickelson um, and Tiger, they've always talked about a quote, quote, elite tour where they had 40 guys playing for no cut, big money, and, uh, you know, there would be a qualification process through the PGA Tour and the European Tour through world rankings and stuff that would allow you to play in that. So it's it's not new, let's say. Everybody is all up in arms about just because it's Saudi Arabia money. Well, you know, that, that if you're going to be up in arms, I'm sorry. You know, uh, FedEx, who sponsors our tournament, I saw something the other day. They just committed... $1.5 billion for new infrastructure in Saudi Arabia for FedEx. I mean, a lot of companies mm-hmm. are doing business over there, okay? So, you know, I, 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 I don't quite see that argument. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now, does it hurt the tour? Yes, I believe it does hurt our tour. Um, is it better for the game? Uh, no. It's not better for the quote quote game of golf. Um, they are having some aspects of charity that's coming involved in that tour. I think that tour will evolve a little bit um, and change into more of that. 
Is it better for the players that are playing the tour? Well, yeah. I mean, if somebody came up to you and said, hey, I'll give you $20 million and I'm going to let you play for $25 million and you're going to get to play for 15 events, I'm pretty sure both of y'all are going to go. <laughs> yeah, well, and plus I'm you... I'm pretty sure I would go, too. Yeah, they you play three rounds, and there's no cuts, and you're guaranteed a, a six-figure payday no matter how you finish. So, yeah, if you gave me that opportunity to play, you know, basically three-fourths of my day here, and you're going to pay me exponentially more money just to show up no matter how good the show was, and yeah. I was going to get paid regardless, yeah, I'd probably take that deal, too. No argument. Yeah. No, I, you know, so I don't understand why the guys that went tried to to sugarcoat stuff and not just say, hey, I'm going for the money. Right. Exactly. That's what we said. Uh, I don't mind that they did it. I'm just like, be honest and don't blow smoke up my butt about it or pee down my back and tell me it's raining, that kind of deal. Exactly. Same thing. It's like, fine. Yeah, we get it. We're, we're, we're capitalists, too. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, I, I, I do think it, it will hurt the PGA Tour for a little while. Um it all depends on the PGA Tour sponsors, i.e., uh, let's just take AT&T, for instance, uh, which sponsors a couple of tournaments. Well, the whole deal is they want the best deal they can possibly get. Well, if the PGA Tour is losing their players and the best players are going somewhere else, they're not going to play in the tournament that AT&T sponsors. So it is theoretically that AT&T could come up and say, we don't want to be involved anymore because you can't, you know, promise me players. Mm-hmm. That's that's a to-be-determined thing. You know, that's a, that's a business decision. Right. Well, so, but, you know, I, I, can't, uh, I can't fault anybody for, for going to play there. Just, just come out and say, hey, I'm doing it for the money. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Right. Well, Glenn, I appreciate you. Know? you. You're uh, you're an honest guy. Yeah. We could use a little more of that on the on the uh, professional tours. So, thanks for the time and uh, good luck in your next tournament here in the states. Yep. And uh, we'll talk to you again down the road. I appreciate it. Give me a call. All right. Appreciate thanks, you very much, Glenn Day. Good man.